Come on, clap your hands, everybody. Come on. Hi, I'm Henry Davis, pastor of the First Baptist Church of Highland Park in Landover, Maryland, a Bible-believing, Christ-centered, and Spirit-led congregation. I want to welcome you to our radio broadcast. And remember, there's power at the park. Peter is where we're going to turn our, our attention in this service, chapter 2, verses 4 through 10. 1 Peter chapter 2, 4 through 10. You find these words recorded. You are coming to Christ, who is the living cornerstone of God's temple. He was rejected by people but he was chosen by God for great honor and you are living stones that God is building into his spiritual temple what's more you are his holy priests through the mediation of Jesus Christ you offer spiritual sacrifices that please God as the scriptures say, I am placing a cornerstone in Jerusalem, chosen, that word again, for great honor, chosen. Yes, you who trust him recognize the honor God has given him. But for those who reject him, the stone that the builders rejected has now become, yes, the cornerstone. And he is the stone that makes people stumble, the rock that makes them fall. They stumble because they do not obey God's word. And so they meet the fate that was planned for them. But you are not like that, for you are, here it is, a chosen people. You are a royal, you are a royal priest, a holy nation, God's very own possession. As a result, you can show others the goodness of God, for He has called you out of the darkness into His wonderful light. Once you had no identity as a people. Now you are God's people. Once you received no mercy, now you have received God's mercy. Yeah. Amen. You may go to your seats around the building. At the beginning of that ninth verse, although the word is articulated in several spots, you are not like that, for you are a chosen people. Chosen. Chosen. Look at your neighbor, even through your mask, and say, you are chosen. 
Turn on the other side. You are chosen. You are chosen. God bless you, Deacon Valerie Cave. Good to see you sharing with us and bringing your warm Florida weather. Amen. I was in Arizona this week, and it was the coldest week I've ever spent in Arizona. Snow, wind. Matter of fact, the other day in Phoenix, they say it's the Valley of the Sun. I didn't see any sun. And all I saw was wind and clouds and all of that. Chosen, chosen. You are chosen. Last night, Highland Park, I was looking at the, another passage. The passage dealt with in the, in the title of the message, You Are On Assignment. You're on assignment. Continuing that thought, even as we look at this text this morning and lifting that, the word chosen. Chosen by God. Again, you are a miracle, not a biological accident. God knew what he was doing. You've been chosen. Chosen to deal with whatever the challenges are. Because whatever challenges come our way, we have the assurance that we do not have to face it by ourselves chosen. Whether I'm looking into the eyes of a, a political official like Andrea Fletcher Harrison serving there in Annapolis, or whether I look at anyone else, and whatever the responsibilities that you find on your plate, you are indeed chosen. You're chosen. You're chosen. Even in the Baptist tradition, in order to get a pastor, normally the church will have to make some decision. They will come to a vote. And we thank God that at the end of the day, God has the final word. Chosen. I realize that if I came to Highland Park some 22 years ago, that everybody did not choose me. But that's okay. I can be comfortable in that. You didn't know me. You know, he's got this gentleman coming out of New York, Harlem. We don't know him. How's he going to fit? How's he going to connect? But again, what God says is what God does. Chosen. Because you have to realize that I did not come and fit the prototype. I did not necessarily line up in a whole lot of ways. But it does not matter what people think. It's what God knows. Chosen. You would remember now we've got all these, all of the many women who are now in ministry. 22 years ago, that was not the case. That was a different dynamic. But God has spoken, chosen, all hands on deck.
we are in spiritual warfare. You need to know that. It's not, it's not, this is not for the faint. Pastor, you know what I'm talking about. We don't need, we don't need weakness. We need strength. I was engaged this weekend with a barbershop conversation with the brothers at Reed Temple AME Church. And I was sharing with them in our, our conversation as a part of their men's weekend. I was sharing with them that how it is that there must be a sense of reaching out to the brothers. You know, brothers come to church a little different than the sisters. I salute the sisters. I really do. Where would the church be if it were not for the sisters? Oh, my God. These praying women, prayer warriors, even as I look out there, you can think about your own mother grandmothers, those prayer warriors. You can think about them where they did not have all of the accoutrements. They did not have all of the things that we have today, but yet they were serious about worship. They didn't did some, and again, those parents who did not realize some of the things that we are able to realize, and we're able to get there Highland Park, we're able to get there because of their sacrifice. Chosen. I'm looking at you down back there, Deacon Jerry Overby, and I can, I can see your late mother serving as an usher right up to the very end. Chosen. Many of you can have this reflective moment and thinking about what is it that you have to face? What is it that you have to deal with? I'm not, I'm not trying to peel into it, but I am saying to you that you are chosen to accomplish it and you're chosen to be victorious. You're chosen. Peter Brown and with the couple's ministry along with Pam, chosen. You could search this room and look at everything that you have to do. Karen, as you were able to take care of your parents in their waning days, chosen. Many in this room can look and reflect on your lives, and some are at your plate is full right now. But I've come to tell you, even if you're in our virtual space, that you are indeed chosen. Chosen, 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 chosen by God. This passage, you realize that there is the dialogue with Peter, and Peter had gone through the sort of zigzag of life, and, and he had displayed moments of anger and moments of doing his own thing, but now he has been chosen. The first point that I need to make in this message today is that you have been chosen to be a witness for the cause of Christ. You're chosen to be a witness. I don't have to have a particular clerical collar on. You are chosen. You don't have to have a, a badge of any sort, but you're chosen. You are a child of God. You've been washed in the blood of the Lamb. You are chosen. 
chosen to be that spiritual representative in your family. When your family gathers, they look to you, uh, yes, to be the one who's going to pray the prayer, chosen, chosen. Every time I walk around you, Calvin Hawkins, I think to myself, you know, if you ever hear Calvin talk, Calvin talks with a Baptist preacher cadence. Amen. He, and, and yeah, that, that, that's why you talk, Calvin, nice and easy. I almost feel like throwing a Bible at you because you chose it. You've got to understand God chooses us. He places us in different positions and Sometimes you're going to be in what you will call a predicament. But no matter what the predicament is, you have been chosen. Otha Davis, I know you're trying to get away from your responsibility with the Highland Park Christian Academy, and we're going to let you, we're going to let you off the hook soon enough. But right now, you're chosen to carry it. Amen. You're chosen. You've got to understand that God sees the best in us. And not only does God see the best in us, he's able to draw out the best of us. Somebody understands that it's too hard for you, but it's not too hard for God. You felt like throwing in the towel and saying, like Roberto Duran said against Sugar Ray Leonard, no moss, but even when you get to the points of wanting to give up, keep on pressing. I was able this week with another a group of ministers from around the country, and we were able to go see the preview of a movie that's coming out next month, and we, you got to see it. It's about big George Foreman. Talked about his life. Talked about his witness. You know, George Foreman former Olympic champion and heavyweight champion of the world and ended up making a comeback at age 45 and he had to make that comeback. I'm not going to give away the movie, but he had to make that comeback because he didn't have any more money. His money had run out and all oh, he made a comeback, but you have to understand, but it talks about his spiritual journey. And even today, he's pastoring a church in Houston, Texas. My God, you don't know what God is going to choose, what, how God. I'll talk about it some more after some of y'all have seen it. But you got to, but I'm saying you got to understand you have been chosen for an assignment. Yes, I looked at that. I looked at Foreman and, and I thought about the lives of people that we look at all the time. And you have no idea what they have had to come through. I didn't know about the, the birth origins of Foreman. I, all, I, all I knew was Foreman when he got to those formative years and knocking folk out. I didn't even know how he came to be a boxer. My God, it's a, it's a, it's a wonderful story to hear about Foreman. And of course, you know, um, history, history, I'm not giving anything away about how he loses to Ali and, and Ali was able to take him down. But I've come to, come to tell somebody that even if the world takes you down, the Lord can and pull you back up. You've been chosen. You've been chosen to go down, but you've not been chosen to stay down. You've been chosen that you're going to get back up, dust yourself off, 
and you're going to put your shoulders back and understand that you've been chosen. You have been chosen, most importantly, to be a witness for Jesus Christ. It says in that ninth verse, you are not like that. You are a chosen people, a royal. You're royal. My God, don't you understand that you're royalty, a holy nation. You're God's very own possession. And what is it I'm, I'm assigned to? As a result, you can show others, not, not just tell others. Anybody can talk, but I need for you to show others the goodness of God. He called you out of darkness and into the marvelous light, and you got to praise, and you got to get it out. I've been chosen to give God praise. The psalmist said everything that hath breath on a praise the Lord. I believe there's some praises who got up this morning. You got up with a hallelujah on your lips and a thanksgiving in your heart. I'm thank God I'm chosen. You can try to pour cold water on my spirit, but I'm not going to allow you to dampen my spirit because you don't know what the Lord has done. You don't know what the Lord is doing, and you don't know what the Lord is going to do. Chosen, chosen, chosen for victory, chosen to come through. That's what it says right here. It says that you are called out of darkness uh, into the wonderful light. You were in darkness. I was listening to a man yesterday talk about an hour, about a book that he's written about joy. I'm not going to call him by name, but he, he talked about joy, joy, joy. But I didn't hear anything about Jesus in his talking. I, if you want to talk about joy, i got to talk about Jesus. And I know we're trying, we trying, we trying to be politically correct and not trying to offend this one and the other one. But you know other folk that when they're on the other side, they have no shame in their game. When they in the world, they got no shame. I smell so much marijuana. I smell so much cannabis. The folk riding around now. That, and, you, you, and you know the smell. You know the smell. Some of us been around that smell a long time. And so they, they ride, their music is loud, and you say to my God, I, I pray that you'll come to a point in your life that you'll understand that your satisfaction is not going to be in that. Now, I'm not talking about the persons who are in the medicinal, medicinal, but I'm, but most of the folk I see, it has nothing to do with medicinal and everything to do with recreational. Do I have a witness here? We drink, we smoke, we do all that kind of stuff. And then you wonder why you start aging too soon. You start wondering why the thing your body is going to start breaking down. That's why during this season of Lent, perhaps you can look at some of the things you can push back from. My God, you might not be able to fast all day, but you ought to be able to find some something to push back, push back. Because we there's so many things. I was listening to a man like, last night and he was talking about how how damaging sugar is some of us we can't do anything without some sugar 
Oh, my God, we got to have syrup. I, I know I'm going to have breakfast down in a minute, and I'm going to put some syrup on it, and I don't like that diet syrup. I, if I'm going to use syrup, I'm going to use some real syrup. Do I have a witness here? I don't, I don't need a Coke Zero. My God, I, I want something in my Coke. As a matter of fact, I know I can't even talk about Coke because I got some Pepsi folk out there. But no matter where you are, you are indeed chosen. And so when you look at you're chosen to be a witness, a witness for the Lord, you're chosen to lift up the blood-stained blood banner. I got up this morning with my mind stayed on Jesus. Jesus. That's why I got up this morning. I didn't come in here to hear you talk about uh, something that's not in the Word of God. If I needed that, I could have stayed at home. I could turn on the network and they talking about Putin over there about a one-year war in Ukraine. And I pray for those Ukrainians who are still battling it out over there. I lift them up. I lift up all the things. But now you got now folk that are trying to erase our history. They are trying to get rid of anything that's uncomfortable. And I, that's why I got a real problem with that. That's why you got to tell the whole story. How are you going to tell part of the story? You got to tell the whole story. And I'm praying. I told folk last night, Highland Park, I'm playing, I'm praying for Ben Crump down there in Florida. I'm praying for anybody who lives in Florida because you got them one of the craziest governors of the up in the country. I I, I know Valerie. I, I, I yeah, I'm praying for you too. Uh, but you're down there, and the man is saying, I'm gonna try to erase history. Why are you trying to erase it? Because it makes you feel uncomfortable. How, do you, how uncomfortable you think it felt for those slaves when they were hung from trees and being lynched and here you are living in your now all of that and now you talk about I don't want to be felt I don't want you to make me feel uncomfortable you need to be uncomfortable I was riding, I was riding over there and some of y'all who live over in Bowie and then I was looking, I was shared last night that I went over to the place where our enslaved ancestors were thrown over in the hill. They didn't have uh, decent funerals and they had right there on Annapolis Road, right there at that the Sacred Heart Church. They got up, if you ride up that hill, they got a nice little cemetery up there. I'm sure that many folk don't look like y'all, but they, they had nice headstones. They got nice things that's been nice and preserved, but then they found all of these enslaved Africans on the side of the hill. Not on top of the hill, but on the side of the hill. And if you ride over there today, you see all of these pink flags around. The pink flags represent every place they found a grave of an enslaved African. It is a sight. It's something. It, it just it just messed with me. When I went I went over there and looked at something came out of me when I thought about how they were able to till the ground, how they were able to do, and here we are in America, and then you got folk, my God, we didn't never got 40 acres, nor did we get the mule, and here they got all of the other things that helped. That's why 
why you got to read 1619. I heard that former president talk about it was it was not true. I, of course you would say that over oh, there in Mar-a-Lago or wherever you are. And oh, my God, but I've come to tell you that you we have been chosen. Millions didn't make it, but you have been chosen. You've been chosen to give God praise. You've been chosen to get, I know, I know, I know some folks say, Rev, why you got to go there? I just want a nice, clean gospel. It is a clean gospel, but I'm thanking God that it was the gospel that helped our four parents to come through. That's why we still get up early in the morning and don't mind praising God, because when I think of the goodness of Jesus and all that he's done for me, my soul, you've been chosen. You've been chosen, chosen, chosen to make a difference, chosen to give God praise. And the second thing, you've got to present yourself as a living example of a vibrant life in Christ. You are a living stone. Matter of fact, one scripture says you are a lively stone. I'm thanking God that I've come to give God praise. I don't need a rock crying out for me. I can cry out for myself. I can give God all the glory. Do I have a witness out there? I can rise and shine and give God the glory. I'm, I'm a, you are a living example, living. Why would I want to follow you if you so dry, so depleted, so defeated? You ought to lift up your hand. And somebody said, Reverend, I can't lift up my hand. Then the way you lift up your head, you fall on your knees. You fall on your knees. That's going to help you to lift up your head. You give your life to Christ and you're going to realize that God is the very anchor of your life. And this world, the winds might blow, but my God, but you're going to get back up and you're going to get up with power and authority. You're going to get back up with your eyes looking forward. You're going to get back up pressing your way to the high calling of God. Do I have a witness in here? And you don't mind praising God. Present yourself. As a living example, I'm alive, I'm alive, I'm alive. If I let the Lord allows me to get to this pulpit on a Sunday morning, I'm going to lift up the name of Jesus. I'm going to lift it high because when you lift it high, you don't know who it is that needs to hear a word from the Lord. Uh, in verses 4 and 5, I'm looking at it right now. You look at what God is saying here and God can speak to our situation. He's saying, yes, you are you who look you you are coming to Christ, who is a the living cornerstone of God's temple. If Jesus Christ is not at the center of what we do, it would crumble. If Jesus Christ is not alive, we would crumble. He was rejected by people, but he was chosen by God, and he's been chosen for great honor. I 
I will honor the Lord. I will lift up my hands. You are living stones. God is building into his spiritual temple. You have to know the church is not the building. My God, we know the builder, but the church of God is in you. That even after I leave out of here, I'm leaving out of here with the authority of God. What does it say? What you are his holy priest. Through the mediation of Jesus Christ, you offer spiritual sacrifices. Not to please myself, but I'm offering spiritual sacrifices to please God. I'm not in worship this morning to please myself. I'm in worship this morning to please God. And that's why some of us, when we walk through those doors, we already felt better. But not only is it a feeling, it's a reality because you have been chosen, chosen to come through that operation, chosen to come through that breakup, chosen to come away from that gravesite. You have been chosen. That's why you're going to keep on praising his holy name. But thank God today, number one, you have been chosen to be a witness for the cause of Christ. Number two, present yourself as a living example of a vibrant life, that I'm alive. I got enthusiasm. I got joy. And the world didn't give it to me. And the world can't take it away. But the third thing is having the cornerstone of Christ. Uh, properly inserted uh, will never cause reason uh, to regret. Uh, I will not ever regret uh, that I gave my life to Jesus. Uh, I'll never regret uh, that somebody told me uh, about the saving grace uh, of Jesus Christ. Uh, do I have a witness here? I'm excited uh, to lift up my hands. Uh, I'm excited uh, to read God's word. Uh, I'm excited uh, every day with Jesus. Uh, it's sweeter then the day before do I have a witness out there you are royal priest my God you've been called out of darkness into the marvelous light and that tenth verse says once you had no identity I didn't know who I was I didn't know my purpose but I'm thanking God that I'm alive today chosen by God he will fight your battles. He will step in right on time. He will answer your prayer. He will make a way out of no way. He will be the wind underneath your wings. Do I have a witness? He's a mighty good God. Oh, yes, he is. That's why we got up early this morning because we have been chosen, chosen to be alive, chosen to give God praise. Hallelujah. I'm not ashamed of him because I don't want him to be ashamed of me. Thank you, God. Do you love him today? Has God been good to you? And when I think of the goodness of Jesus and all he's done for me, my, 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 my soul got to cry out, hallelujah, hallelujah. Because every time I turn around, he keeps on and on and on blessing me. Come on, Highland Park. Let's praise his name. Let's lift up our voices. Lift up our hands. Give God the glory. And all right. 
said, ain't he all right? He's all right in the morning, in the evening, regardless of the weather. He's all right. He's a way maker, prince of peace. My God, doctor in a sick room, lawyer in a courtroom, can't nobody do me like the Lord. Say yeah, say yeah, say yeah, 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 yeah. Chosen, 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 hallelujah, chosen, 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 glow, glow. Glow, glow. I'm trying to shut it down. I'm trying to quit. But the Holy Ghost has set me on fire. Set us on fire. Have your way. Anyway, you want to bless us. We will be satisfied. Yes, yes, yes. You've been listening to the radio broadcast of the First Baptist Church of Highland Park in Landover, Maryland. If you want to receive a CD or DVD of what you have just heard, please call 301-773-6655 or visit us on the World Wide Web, fbhp.org. And remember, there's power at the park. Power at the park.